So we're here with another guest, Courtney. Matt, we're back. We are back. She did it. <laughs> so we are here now with Trixie DeRosa Davis. She is a Spanish instructor and World Languages lead teacher for Virtual SC and the Inacol 2016 Blended and Online Learning Teacher of the Year. Teacher of the Year. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah. I'm excited to be here. It is. It's yeah. awesome to have um, a, a practitioner who is as close to the learners that we all care about and are trying to change the world for. I'm trying. You're trying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So tell us about um, what you do and what you're, you have a virtual classroom and so kind of what's it like? How did you get into it? You know, like, yeah, tell, okay. tell us about you. Yeah. Um, so I actually um, had a really difficult time in school growing up, uh -huh. you know, just uh, couldn't figure out why words didn't look the same for me as they did for other people. And luckily I had a mother who just would not give up on me. Yeah. And um, so she pushed me through it and, and it just kind of like, that came to me. I was going to be a teacher. This is what I was going to do. I was going to help other kids um, who maybe didn't have a, a, a mother who uh, would rage on them every night until they got it done. Um, <laughs> but uh, but so I um, started teaching and um, teaching Spanish, of course, um, and uh, got into online teaching. Realized that I could really reach a lot of kids. Luckily, um, our program teaches students throughout the state of South Carolina. We get public, private, charter, any and everybody. If you're looking yeah. for, for high school courses, we, we, we teach them. So I get to teach kids all over the state who otherwise would not get to take Spanish or would not get to have the opportunity to be in a higher level course or something along those lines. So um, I have a really exciting job opportunity there in that I get to reach a lot of kids. and. Um, so that's what I do. I uh, meet with my students weekly. We have live uh, sessions. And are they like, is it uh, like a group or are they one-on-one -on -one sessions? So they're group sessions. Okay. Um, since I teach Spanish, we speak in Spanish. That's, <laughs> that's the goal there. Yeah. And um, so, you know, we just try and build relationships with our, our, our students in, in a lot of different ways. I am, um, in particular, like to change song lyrics. And so I, I send those out to my students yes. <laughs> and, and share those with them because I'm, I'm willing to make a fool of myself to get their attention. We have to so, be, don't we? But, right? Yeah. yeah. See, it's true, virtual or, you know. It is. You can't be afraid. Absolutely. Analog teaching, you have to make a fool of yourself. Yeah, absolutely. It gets them engaged. It's, yeah. it's the first step. It's yeah. the first step. So what kinds of... Um, so I'm curious about the learners that you work with. So you said that um, you're, you're kind of working with different schools from all over the state and it's a wide variety of learners. Is there a particular like type of learner that does well or is more drawn to your type of class or do you feel like it's more just they have to try it and then it kind of works for anybody? You know, honestly, I, we get everybody, yeah. uh, you know, and, and it really just depends on, on the student, on the kid, you know, as to whether or not it works for them. And, um, you know, it depends, too, sometimes on the teacher or the course or, you know, what, what you're looking at. They, um, you know, it, sometimes you get a kid and you're like, oh, I don't know about this. And yeah. by the end of the semester, they're like your, your new favorite person, right. you know. That's <laughs> so true. That's true. It, um, it just really depends on the student, you know. I've, I've tried not to, to think you know, like, oh, from a particular school or particular district or something like that, because really, you just never know. 
Are there particular like um, uh, traits or habits of mind, or you know, we, we use the social emotional skills. Are there particular skills that you talk about with the learners that you feel are more important to be successful in this learning environment? Right, so it definitely helps if you're a little self-motivated because right. there isn't someone there who's going to stand over you and be like, you're doing this now. Right. You know, right. <laughs> like I can't come to their home and knock on the door. Um, so, you know, it does help if they're a little more so self-motivated or they're willing to, um, you know, ask for help and ask questions. You know, um, there's students who who never reach out, you know, or never answer <laughs> my, my attempts at reaching out, you know, that's, that makes it harder. But I also think too, that sometimes, you know, for me as a learner, when I take an online class, I don't necessarily want to be that's true. really involved in, it's like, I want to take my class and I, I want to finish. So, you know, you get, you get, you know, both types, right. you get those who are like, lady, just let me take my class. Hi, I really appreciate <laughs> that you just named that. Because yeah. um, I, I think about there are times, you know, when we're talking about personalizing learning, right? Mm -hmm. It's important to remember that sometimes that is the goal and that's the kind of learning environment someone wants. Right. like, just let me do it. Yes, yeah. yes. And, and I think that that's important that we recognize that because, you know, we do spend a lot of effort trying to, to get kids engaged and get them involved. But, you know, sometimes what they're looking for is that, that solitary, I, I need to focus, right. I need to get through this, and this is, you know, what works best for me, so. So how is it managing all those different types of kids in, in, a, in a course? I, so I'm going to ask some really basic level questions, okay. I guess. So the course is a time-based course, or not time-based, but in a certain time. So we're actually rolling out proficiency-based courses gotcha. really soon. Next fall, nice. we are we're working on putting those together, and so um, we're piloting one right now um, to just kind of, for us, see how this is going to work. So we are moving in the direction of proficiency-based courses with our world languages, um, meaning that we will assess students and then place them in the right place based on how well they speak Spanish. Um, and then so. is that also true for completion of the course, that there's a proficiency element, or are they still Yes, yes, there's yeah. a proficiency element at the at the end of the course. So, so are, are these set up so kids can start anytime? Or, or is it like they all start October 1st? Right. So right now, in, in, in beginning the implementation of this, because we are, like I said, brand new to it, sure. um, we're going to have specific start times yep. so that we can kind of look at how are we going to manage this and, sure. and our enrollment. And um, and then we're going to hopefully be able to go with a rolling enrollment and the kids can come in when they need it. That's but, probably good starting slow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking this could be a giant nightmare. It could be. It could be. That keeps me up a little bit. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but we're, we're, that's why we started with the pilot um, and, and we're seeing, you know, how the kids are even working through the course. You know, we, we had no idea of, you know, we had an idea of pacing, like how long did we think it was going to take them, how many, you know, mastery sure. tasks were they going to need to do. So, so that's why we're piloting it to start off with is so that we can get an idea of what's reasonable and, and where the, the kids are, are going to be. Um, so we're going to start small and <laughs> roll that out and, and kind of get an idea of it and hope that it doesn't turn into a big hot mess. Have you been? Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's what all teachers have. Been. Exactly. <laughs> That's our daily prayer. Please don't let this be a hot mess. That's really good. That's really good. Uh, do you, are you all collecting feedback from the learners in the pilot? We are. One of the things that we do a lot of is reflections. And so we have the students reflect on what are they doing right. to, to improve and, and what are, um, 
what can we do uh, to help them and, and so we're doing a lot of reflecting you know having them look at you know what they can do what we can do how's it going what else can we do for you um, so that's built into the course has there been has, is there an example yet of something that you all have changed because of something the learners have pointed out um, not yet so far the feedback yeah. has been really really been good. good yeah we're we um, we built in several what we call loops uh -huh. uh, for the students so if, if they aren't successful at this okay we're gonna move you over here you're gonna do this next task and then we're gonna bring you back to that and those those loops have really thus far been very successful yeah and, and once they they hit that loop it's like oh there the light bulb comes on and yeah. I can come back and do this task so um, it's been thank goodness yeah. <laughs> really successful so far so. so about how many learners do you have at one particular time um, so that's a great question. Right now, in our in our little uh, pilot, we've got about 25 students working their way through that. Um, but in our program, it just varies based on which course we have yep. cap enrollments, and so we've tried to think about. Oh, okay, that was that's kind of where I was going. It's okay. like if I have 250 people sign up, do I have to teach all of them over right. that time? <laughs> and I'm just thinking, how are you possibly managing that? So the cap thing right. makes a lot of we do. Sense. We have a cap currently for each of our different courses, and it depends, you know like how much manual grading there is, how, you know, um, how much mastery is built in, those kinds of components, you know, okay. to make that decision. And then um, each each teacher has, you know, so many based on that. So. That seems a lot more reasonable yes, than what yes. I was thinking at first. I'm like, I was picturing lots of kids and having those group chats that you said. I'm like, wow, that's well, we be do a lot serve of kids. a lot of kids. We have a lot of teachers, a lot of adjunct teachers. Um, sure. One of the things that we do in Spanish, uh, we also employ language coaches who help the students. Um, most of them are native or near native speakers, and so they help the students as well to practice. Nice. So we have a lot of people working together, and it, it, it does get a little bit like herding cats, but um, so far we. Yeah, well, that's education, I think. <laughs> right. So right. It's like, pretty, it's pretty really, I think it's really refreshing to hear the similarities between what it's like to be a teacher in a virtual space right. versus a teacher in the more traditional um, analog space. Um, it's really nice to hear it's like, yep, same challenges. Same challenges, same yeah, thing, absolutely. It, we, we actually, in the online, I feel like I get a lot more opportunity to communicate with my students one-on-one, -on -one, you know, versus in the classroom. You're always making these generalist, like, statements. That's and true. anyone who has trouble with, you know. <laughs> but in, in, the, in the online environment, like, most of my communication to them is one-on-one -on -one because I'm providing feedback and information in that way. So that's a, a nice plus in the online environment. I get more one-on-one -on -one communication. So what is your biggest do-do? for uh, teachers in the virtual environment? Um, so my biggest uh, do-do for um, teachers in the virtual environment would be let it go. We have to learn to let go of the control <laughs> and, and, and let the students work, you know, in, in the manner that works best for them, so. Agreed. That's fabulous. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining Thank us. Thank you Tracy. so much. I appreciate it.